Welcome to the legacy teachings of Bill Anzavino, pastor of Christian Assembly Church since 1979. Though these teachings are decades old, we invite you to get out your Bible, take notes, and get ready to receive the uncompromised teaching of God's Word. For more information about Christian Assembly Church, please visit us online at cafamily.net. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Second Chronicles chapter 5, we're going to look at verse 11 in a moment. I want to just begin by saying that God our Father wants us, every one of us, individually as well as collectively, to have victory in our lives. Every single one of us, He desires to succeed. He wants us to win life's battles. He wants us to overcome, conquer, subdue the land, possess the promises, walk in victory. Jesus is the one who authorized the overcoming message. He said, to him that overcometh, to him that overcometh, to all the churches there in Revelation. And then he tells us how to come, by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. He wants us to overcome, not be defeated, but be victorious, not to be downcast, but to rise up, raise a new standard, go forth and take the land, possess it. It belongs to us. Amen. Well, I believe that when we are willing to spend time in his presence, praising him and worshiping him, glorifying him, amazing things happen. And I'm talking about individually as well as collectively. You see, sometimes we do it collectively and we think that that's sufficient. But it's not. I believe He wants us to get in our own little closets, lift our voices on high, and glorify Him, magnify Him and honor Him. Just like He talked about prayer. When He said, when you pray, get in your own closet and pray. Thank God for collective and corporate prayer, but get in your own closet and pray and magnify Him. Same thing with worship. Spend time alone with Him, glorifying Him, honoring Him, lifting up your hearts, lifting up holy hands, magnifying His holy name, giving Him the glory He deserves from yourself, from your own heart, from your own life, with thanksgiving and joyfulness. I believe His power will be unleashed in your life individually and also collectively. I believe it gives place to the glory of God. We've been saying right along that the new covenant is a better covenant established upon better promises. And the better promises includes the greater glory. I believe the better blood provides the better glory. For the glory of the new covenant is greater than the glory of the old covenant. And no matter how glorious it was back then, we can have greater glory. I expect that, don't you? And didn't we just say this morning that our God told us He will never fail us in any way, not by any degree? Do you believe that tonight? Well, then you know what? we should have the greater glory. And I don't know about you, but I'm pressing hard after it. Are you? You want the greater glory in your midst? I want us to come together and we get so caught up in Him. We're not concerned about, you know, what's going on around us. We're just concerning about Him, His presence. We'll see what's going on around us because it'll be powerful. It'll be glorious. God will manifest His glorious power. His blessings will fall. I'm telling you, in individual lives as well as collectively as a church body, as we worship Him. And I can't express, beloved, enough the importance of praise and worship. You see, we can love God. We can be faithful to Him. We can come to church and attend church. We can give of our tithes. We can be nice to other people. And so on and so forth. Do the things that we should do. But that's not enough. If you want to attain a higher level in Him, He wants something out of the innermost part of your being. 
He wants your praise and He wants your worship. He wants you to take time exclusively for Him and just lift your heart on high and glorify Him and honor Him and give Him the praise that's due His name from your lips. Individually, if you'll do that, as I said, you'll have amazing results in your own individual life. You'll walk in the presence of the Most High God. I believe that's was, that is what caused Jesus to be successful in His ministry. He was always caught up in the presence of the Father, worshiping Him and glorifying Him. And whenever He was faced with a challenge, the power was there to meet the need. Amen? We see that happening in His earth walk. And so God wants us to give time to worship Him and praise Him individually, but also collectively. You see, there is a time, beloved, to preach. There is a time to pray. Uh, there is a time to teach. There is a time to give thanks. But there's also a time to praise, and there is a time to worship. And if we'll take that time, praise God, the greater glory will appear, and it will manifest among the people of God. We'll begin to live in and walk in a new dimension and a new realm with Him. And greater glory, as I said, shall manifest. Right here we see in these verses, verse 11, it came to pass, verse 11 of Second Chronicles 5, when the priests were come out of the holy place, for all the priests that were present were sanctified and did not then wait by course. Also, the Levites, which were the singers, all of them of Asaph and Heman and Jejuthun, with their sons and their brethren, being arrayed in white linen, having cymbals and psalteries and harps, stood at the east end of the altar, with them a hundred and twenty priests sounding with trumpets, it came even to pass as the trumpeters and singers were as one to make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord. And when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music and praised the Lord, saying, For He is good, for His mercy endureth forever, that then... Everybody say then. Then. See, not before then, but then the house was filled with the cloud, even the house of the Lord, so that the priests could not stand to minister, for by reason of the cloud... For the glory of the Lord had filled the house of God. We see three things here. They were sanctified. That means they were set apart. That's verse 11. They were sanctified. They were set apart. Are you sanctified? Are you set apart tonight? Are you separating yourself unto the Lord God? That's why you're here tonight in His presence, to separate yourself unto the Lord God Almighty. Hallelujah. Separate yourself from what? From all that's out there in the world. Uh, right now you can be somewhere listening to something that's just you know, garbaging up your mind with doubt and unbelief. But you're not. You're right here. You're separating yourself from anything that's out there. You put yourself into a holy place with God, and with other believers. And so you've come together with, you know, yourself separated unto His purpose. And then it says that in verse 12 that they were clothed in white linen. And that means they were pure. White stands for purity. They were pure in their heart's desires, in their motives. They had a passion for God. God wants us to have a passion for His presence, a passion for His power, a passion for His miracles, a passion for signs and wonders. He wants us to have a passion for people. He wants us to have a passion to get needs met, to get humanity on the right track once again in their lives. He wants us to be that way. And only sometimes you just have to get into His presence to have that. I'll tell you, when you get into the presence of the Most High God, He'll rub off on you. His presence will rub off on you. His character will rub off on you. His compassion will rub off on you. What He's all about will rub off on all of us. And then the third thing we see, besides the purity of heart, we see also there was unity. They all desired the same thing. They all longed to have the, to have the same manifestation of God in their presence. You see, that was their ministry. And they longed to have God appear 
there among them. We should have the same passions, shouldn't we? Oh, when we gather together, it's not just another religious service. It's not just a service out of obligation. It's not just a coming together because I'm paying my dues to God. We are coming together because we have a passion to create a habitation for the Most High God in our midst that will give place to the greater glory of God manifesting among us so that God Almighty once again can walk on earth among men. Hallelujah! In you and through you. Through your worship and through your praise. And if we'll do it, beloved, you see, if we'll be faithful to do it, we'll have the greater glory and we'll have the greater workings of God in our midst. Because when God appears on the scene, I'm telling you, He is so compassionate toward broken-hearted humanity, Jesus being God Almighty personified did exactly what the Father wanted Him to do. And everywhere He went, He set the captives free. And as we heard this morning, even the maimed were made whole. The maimed were made whole. Do you have a passion for blind eyes to open? Do you have a passion for deaf ears to be unstopped? Do you have a passion for the lame to walk? Do you have a passion for the dumb to speak? Do you have a passion for body parts that are just being destroyed by sickness and disease be restored to wholeness once again by the power of the Most High God? Is that your passion here this evening? Hallelujah. I know it's mine. I long for it. What about you? Turn with me, if you would, please, quickly to Psalm 111. Psalm 111. Verse 1. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord, it says. I will praise the Lord with my whole heart. Oh, the whole heart. That means with every part of my being, with all that is in me, I will praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. I will praise the Lord with my whole heart. You can meditate that for a while, couldn't you? That can become illumination, couldn't it? I will praise Him with my whole heart. See, sometimes we're just schooled into praise because of the songs that we learn. But you know, you've heard me say time and time again, and maybe some of you were not here when I said it, but true praise and worship is an overflow of gratitude from the heart that knows God, a heart that knows goodness, a heart that knows His mercy, a heart that knows His compassion, a heart that has been in contact with Him. And when your heart is overflowing with joy and gratitude and thanksgiving, then out of the depth of your being comes a hallelujah, glory to the Most High God. You see, when it's prompted out of your spirit because you're so thankful to Him, when you have the realization that you were lost once and that you were on your way to eternal destruction, but He brought you up out of the miry clay, He saved you, washed you in His holy blood, made you a king and a priest, forgave your sin, gave you a brand new life, you have a revelation of that, a revelation of what your destiny was, but now you're destined for glory. All of a sudden, out of your innermost being arises a hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise you, Father. When you view His loving kindness and His tender mercies, you can't hold back the praise. See, it's not singing that song as much as it is voicing the gratitude of your heart. And see, that's why sometimes we don't want to just sing a song. We just give place to the music playing while you, out of your depth of your being, minister your love back to Him. It's in that place, beloved, when you praise Him for who He is and for what He has done, He'll do great things. You see, He desires our wholehearted praise and worship. Notice where it says, 
in the assembly of the upright. In the assembly of the upright. Aren't you glad that He put you upright? Glory to God. Aren't you glad He stood you upright? You're upright before the Lord. Why Jesus made you upright? Jesus makes your praise and worship acceptable to the Father. Jesus makes your life acceptable to the Father. Amen. And it says, in the assembly of the upright and in the congregation. This is a congregation. We have joined ourselves together. We are here to praise and worship our Father for who He is. To praise and worship Him for what He has done. To give honor to Him and thanks to Him. To put first things first. It's our first and most important ministry. To honor Him with our praise and worship. To glorify Him. And beloved, I believe it won't be long before you have a divine visitation. You see, you go back to the days of Elisha and Elijah. And Elisha followed Elijah. There's, there's uh, Gilgal, the first stop along the way, and that was a type of Calvary. They came to the cross. From there, they went to Bethel, which, which is a place of divine visitation. And I'm telling you, Bethel is a place where if you get alone with God and you just say to Him, I have a passion for you, a passion to know you, to walk with you, to commune with you, and to show forth your power upon this earth, and you begin to honor Him and praise Him and worship Him for who He is in your life, you will have divine visitation you'll have Him visiting you from on high. When you choose to walk in love, Jesus says, I will make Myself known unto you. The Father and I will come unto you and we'll make ourselves known unto you. We'll reveal ourselves to you as you choose to live in the realm of love. When you set your love upon Him and begin to honor Him and worship Him and praise Him as a collective body, I'm telling you, you're creating a habitation for Him in the midst of you and He will inhabit your praises. He will glor- he'll be glorified in our midst. He'll honor us and He'll make Himself known unto us. We'll have divine visitations. Supernatural manifestations from on high. Glory to God. He'll get involved in every area of our lives and ministry. You ready for that? And then look at the next verse. Verse 2. The works of the Lord are great, sought out of all them that have pleasure therein. Do you see that? Oh, the works of our God are great. They're very great. Do you seek them out? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and its operation. God is all about miracles. God is all about demonstrations. God is all about signs and wonders. Think about it. Making Himself known. Revealing Himself to the people. Jesus being here. Look at what He did. How He touched human lives. How He healed the sick. Made the blind to see and the deaf to hear and the lame to walk. All the things that He did. Healed the lepers. Made the maim whole. The works of the Lord are great. Would you agree with me tonight? I like great works, don't you? Very great. Great works. We serve a great God. We should have great works. We will have great works. The greater we praise Him, the greater the works will be. The greater we worship Him, the greater the works will be. The greater, you see... We draw nigh to Him, the greater He draws nigh unto us. Sought out of all them that have pleasure therein. Beloved, if we don't take pleasure in the great works of our God, then they'll not manifest. How do we take pleasure in them? By worshiping Him. Letting Him know you can stretch forth your hand to heal here anytime you want to. 
We invite Your presence. We invite Your power. We invoke in this place all that You are. Can you see that? We say You're welcome. Yes, You're in us now. And You're welcome to do in us anything You want to do. And so here we are, giving ourselves to You to worship You in spirit and in truth. What are those works that will take place? Beloved, I believe there will be such a presence of God manifested. And this is what I'm looking for. This is my passion. Such a presence of a holy God in such manifestation that sinners will walk through those doors back there and they'll fall on their knees weeping before the Lord and repenting. Is that your passion? That's my passion. I mean, there'll be such a presence of the Most High God in this place. Just like shadows, the shadow of Peter, Peter's shadow. The glory of the Lord shall follow us and be manifested in such a way. The sick will be healed sitting in their pews or just walking through uh, the doors or just being here on the grounds. Can you see that? Oh, glory to God. I'll tell you what. Healing is so necessary, so vital. Absolutely necessary and vital. God's healing power needs to be explored more so. I can see us focusing in on that in such a way that we have opportunities to share with others God's ways with regard to healing. Wouldn't it be wonderful to have a healing school? Inviting people to come in? Just come. Just come. We invite the healing power of God that way. See, what you don't promote will not be promoted. What you don't seek out will not manifest. Seek and ye shall find. Seek. And that's what He wants us to do. Oh, I believe there will be such a manifestation of the presence of God, deliverance will come. I don't know about you, but this is my passion. I like to see the attic walk through that door. And there'll be such a power and presence of the Most High God, they get delivered on the spot and have no longer a desire for it. What about you? Is that your desire? Is that what you long for? A tremendous working of God's power. Restoration to come to families. Families coming together and being so in the presence of the Most High God. I'm talking about problems that you couldn't work out if you tried to a thousand times. But you walk into the presence of the Most High God, God get a hold of you. God get a hold of you, whoever. And I'm telling you, do in your life what only He can and no other person can. I believe that God can restore love, don't you? I believe He can. I believe He can take the human heart and mold it, shape it, form it. All it takes is cooperation. We'll be the ones that cooperate with Him. We'll invite that kind of presence and power of God in our midst. We'll be so caught up in Him, praise God, He'll manifest Himself in such a glorious way. If need be, angels will appear to people. If they need to be convinced, oh, I believe our youth are going to be touched in a powerful way. Hallelujah. In a powerful way. Last week we had a prophecy that went out and it talked about how the youth are going to be reached by the power of the Most High God. And we have a part to play in it. Every single one of us, as we unite our hearts together as one, and give place to His presence and power through worship and praise, we'll see it. Little ones. Little ones. Hallelujah. You know these little ones? See those little ones on the back pews way back there? 
bless their sweethearts, being here is making a difference in their lives. I believe that. Because they're here where the anointing of God is. They are here where the power of God is. And because of their being here, the hand of God is upon them. Hallelujah. And He'll make a difference in their lives. I'm talking about such a presence of God, such a power of God. Explosions of almightiness will take place. You see in Psalm, you're close by, so look at that Psalm, Psalm 150, where it says in Psalm 150, Praise ye the Lord. Tells us who to praise. Who are we to praise? The Lord. Don't just sing a song because we like it. Nice beat. Nice sound. Praise ye who? The Lord. See, that's why when we sing many of our songs, we sing them to the Lord. Praise ye who? The Lord. We want our praise to be directed toward Him. Praise ye the Lord. Praise God. Praise God in His sanctuary. We create a habitation for God right here. Look no further. Here we are. Praise Him in His sanctuary. And it's going on up there in that sanctuary of the Lord. Praise Him in the firmament of His power. Sun, moon, stars of light. Sing your praise unto the One that created you. He's deserving of it. Hallelujah. He goes on to say, Praise Him for His mighty acts. You see what we're to praise Him for? Hallelujah. His mighty acts. And if you look that up in the Hebrew, it means explosions of almightiness. Praise Him for explosions of almightiness. You know what you'll get when you praise Him for explosions of almightiness? Explosions of almightiness. It wasn't too hard, was it? Not a trick question. We praise and worship Him for His explosions of almightiness. We will have explosions of God's mighty power here among us in this place that will absolutely revolutionize lives. I expect it. Glory to God, I expect it. And it says, Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. I know that God is great, and I know about His greatness. But did you know His greatness is excellent? We are to praise Him for His excellent greatness. Every single one of us that has breath. And then it talks about all the instruments of music that you can use to do so. It talks about the sound of the trumpet, the psaltery and harp, the timbrel and dance, string instruments and organs, the loud cymbals, the high-sounding cymbals, and then finally, let everything, and I add to it, everyone that had breath. Do you have breath tonight? Praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Not the traditions of men, but the Lord. Not human wisdom or reasoning, but the Lord. Not the song itself, but the Lord. Praise Him for His excellent greatness. Praise Him for His mighty acts. And what will you get? I'll tell you what you'll get. You'll get God exploding on the scene. Hallelujah. And that's what we want to do. See, if, if you don't tell people what you're going to get, then they don't throw themselves into it. Because people don't realize the benefit of it. But when you hear about the benefit, like David said, when he said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless His holy name, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not one of His benefits. When you bless Him, you give place to His benefits. When you start praising Him 
and thanking Him for the salvation of your whole household, praise God, that will be a benefit. I believe that you have access to God in such a way that His power and presence can spill over into your own household and get them all saved, praise God. Don't you? Glory to God. That's what He wants us to do. Enlist His help. Invoke His power and His presence. And we do that through praise and worship and ministering unto Him. Beloved, I have a passion for it. Do you? A passion to have God manifest Himself on the scene of our lives. And you'll benefit from it. Forget not all of His benefits, David said. Praise and worship team, come on. For all of His benefits. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities? Who healeth all thy diseases? Who redeems your lives from destruction? Who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies? Who satisfies your mouth with good things? See, praise Him for all these things. And what will you get? Exactly what you praise Him for. Exactly what you praise Him for. You want wisdom? Start praising Him and worshiping Him and saying, Father, You are my wisdom and I thank You that You enlighten me and You give me understanding and direction. I praise You for Your revelation of truth in my life. I praise You for being my Savior, my saving strength. I worship You tonight for being my healer and my deliverer. Glory to God. You want a friend? Praise Him for being your friend. You have someone that will walk with you to work when you go. Someone that will ride with you in the car. And you won't have to have anybody else, you know, there with you because you have your own carpool. You and Him going together. Hallelujah. And if you have a carpool, you'll still have Him with you. Praise the name of the Lord. But you see what I'm talking about? You praise and worship Him. He goes with you wherever you go. You glorify and honor Him. He'll appear on the scene. You worship Him for being your healer and your friend. He's your friend by your side. Your deliverer. Are you bound by anything? I guarantee you, you start worshiping Him for delivering you from it. You, and I mean, you mean business. You have a passion for Him to take the place of that thing that's in your life. You worship Him for being your deliverer from whatever. Whatever it might be. I'll tell you what, He'll explode on the scene of your life if your heart's in it. I said if your heart's in it. He'll explode on the scene of your life and make Himself known. Glory to God. He'll become that to you. And you know what? Tonight we're going to do all this, but we're also going to say, Father, you know, this upcoming year, Project 2000, I praise and worship Him for people coming together in this assembly, taking their place, doing their part, finding out where God wants them to be, and then having a passion for God and for humanity. And I'm talking about people that are saying, this is my ministry. I am dedicated to it. And you know what? Let all the tribulation of this world come. I am not budging. Greater is he that's in me than he that is in the world. I'm not backing off one iota. I know what God wants me to do. And I'm going to pursue it with all the energies of my being. And I will glorify my God, my Redeemer, my Savior, and my Lord, who is the strength of my life. And I will succeed in carrying out the purpose of God for my life. I will not be discouraged because he is my God. Hallelujah. Amen. The whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth. Every joint, according unto the effectual working in the measure of every part, maketh increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. We'll praise Him for it. We'll worship Him in it. Praise God. And God will explode on the scene. He will. You believe that, don't you? He will explode on the scene in your life. Hallelujah. So we're going to worship. We are going to give Him the glory and the honor that is due His name. We are going to rejoice in the God of our salvation. Hallelujah. Praise you, dear Father God. So let's find ourselves a comfortable place. Thank you for listening to our legacy teachings. We pray today's message has a profound impact upon your life and your ministry. I want you to know that God loves you, has a great plan for your life. But if you've never made Jesus Christ Lord and Savior of your life, I'd like to invite you to do that right now. 
Just pray this simple prayer right after me. Just say, Heavenly Father, I come to you just as I am. And I believe with all my heart that Jesus died for my sins and was raised from the dead for me. I open the door of my heart. I call upon the name of the Lord. Lord Jesus, come into my heart now. I receive you and accept you as my personal Savior and Lord. If you prayed that prayer with me, you're a child of God right now, and I encourage you to get into a good Bible-based church where you can learn to grow in your Christian faith and experience. God bless.